Welcome to Online Growth Tips. My name is Carrie Peterson. Over the last 15 years of building multiple businesses, I have experienced many things, different platforms, and real success that I can now use to help other business owners succeed. I promise to share with you the best cutting edge tips and techniques that will help you grow online. My goal is to give real, usable marketing strategies, whether you're a small business owner or perhaps an owner of a large company. I look forward to helping you grow your engagement and revenue online. Let's get started. Today we have part two of Colin's interview, Colin Wayne of Redline Steel. It's really very powerful how he's built a brand and such a massive following that even though it's not an essential product, people continually buy his products. And it's refreshing to see an entrepreneur of his magnitude and a CEO that has a great team alongside of him, but also a following of customers that daily, weekly, monthly, they continually buy his product they follow his brand, and they're very, very involved in his community that he's built online. So we welcome Colin again to the show, and I think you guys will find the rest of this interview extremely empowering and to give you some great insights how you can continually build your company and your brand online. It's that simple. Well, I'm doing it online. If you're, Yeah, I think that you provide value you know, by going live consistently, um, your VIP group has 39,000 people, okay? And you've built that up and you listen to their feedback. People want to be listened to, you know, as a consumer, but also as a community. And I think that you've done such a good job, not only building it, a lot of people build big followings, but to listen and to interact with them is just incredible. So I think, and also giving back, you know, to your community, you just gave away $12,000 worth of freedom flags. You're doing the medical give back for, you know, COVID in the medical community. Um, you're doing the Memorial Day. So you're constantly giving back. And that's telling people who you are, what you stand for. So aside from Redline Steel, you have your brand that's tied into that, your belief system, you know, why you founded the company. All that is so important in building a brand. 100%. Yeah. yeah, you said it. It's 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 very it's detrimental. And I, I actually did a video just a few minutes ago, posted on the on my personal page, um, on the importance of humanizing your brand. And like by humanizing it, it makes people fall in love not only with yourself but also with like who you're about. And like my my type of products, they don't. This isn't a this is a commodity based product. Mm -hmm. You don't need to buy a tree of life every day or every week or every month. Like, and I don't want to be a fourth quarter heavy business where all, you know, fourth quarter floats us for the entire year. I have to find sustainable cash flow pockets to consistently drive revenue and outgoing and ingoing orders on a quarterly basis. And literally every month I've got to find this balance yeah. between the two. So humanizing your brand is going to stretch lifetime value. If you're not selling a subscription based service or something that's recurring, um, or like a, um, a non-commodity based on like, I don't know, you're selling toothpaste or whatever it is yeah. that you're going to use exactly. every single week. Yeah. Um, it is, it, it can be challenging. And so the best thing is to 
literally use what you have and that's social media to get in front of the camera talk about like don't talk about just uh, the highs of what's going on but also be open to criticism i talk about stuff very openly you know i i showed i'm 100 transparent on guys we're losing money here i'm willing to do that like and i'll show numbers like look i'm not lying like when you operate from a place of integrity you can't go wrong so like I would rather just be open, transparent, and I feel like the market, they understand it. They're a lot more understanding when you're vulnerable to that type of feedback and criticism. And you can't take things personal, like, you know, to a degree. I take it personal because I, I try to I thrive for perfection and I want it, especially when I put my name behind it. If I told you I'm going to do something, then I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that it gets done. Um, but you know, there with, with the amount of everything going on and so many moving parts, it's bound to happen. Um, and I think so entrepreneurs, they want it. I myself as an entrepreneur, I don't like when things shift like that. Like I want that control and COVID has taken so much control away from whether you're e-com, you know, a brick and mortar. It doesn't matter if you're doing drop shipping so much is out of your control. And I remember when you had that hardship where your equipment broke down and, and things got really, really hard. You don't try to hide that. You say, you know, this is what shifted. This is what I did for a solution. Right. And I think that letting go of the control, focusing on your attributes and what you bring to the community is the only way to get through it. Do you agree with that? I agree. 100%. I got chill bumps. You can't see it if you're listening to this on a podcast, but like, um, it's that type of transparency and letting them know. So like even before Christmas, anybody is like December the 18th or whatever, guys, I hate to be, to bring the bear of bad news, but you're not going to get it because with that type of transparency, I got a lot of hate, a lot. I was the Grinch literally that stole Christmas and I had no control over it. That was the worst part. So I had no control. And this was like a piece of equipment, guys, just to paint a picture that powered our entire shop. Like this is a nitrogen generator that takes air that I'm breathing right now, converts it from high pressure tanks, low pressure tanks, nitrogen generator, like seven different systems that work in tandem. One massive piece, you know, went out, literally just died. It was less than a year old. It was all under warranty, which was great. But the problem is the part had to be shipped in from Switzerland. This oh. isn't something you can go to Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever. Like there is, this isn't, you, when you get to this scale of a manufacturing plant, the problem is, you know, your, your massive parts are brought in and imported from, you know, Switzerland and Germany and, and some of these European places that it's very, very challenging. And even, you know, and so since then we've created redundancies and, you know, I, bet, I guess contingent like, all right, now I'm at 130% capacity. All I have to do is switch to valve and I have backups for the back. And now we have three backups, by the way. So if this one goes bad or we're doing maintenance on one, it's not going to stop the shop. Yeah. But, you know, at four years old, like you, it, it, it almost takes you having to go through that in order to be like, okay, I've got to invest into this because this is not going to happen again. But how and many so, people just let it crush them, right? So, you know, in my businesses, I've had moments where I'm like, oh, you know, you just, something doesn't work out or you lose a lot of money and people just let that squander their dreams, right? And I just yeah. love how you pivoted and 
made the best of it and learn from it, right? We learn from it and we press on and that's the ones that win. That's the ones that are going to make it through this pandemic right now is the people that are willing to pivot. They expand their mindset. Maybe they get creative. I know you talk about that being creative um, with ways that you can pivot. And with a product like yours, it's not necessary and it's not a subscription, but people still want it. They want yeah, it. Yeah, they do. It's like an addiction. Yeah, right? it really is. And it's, it's, it's like I'm uh, enticing them, but like humbly enticing them to yeah. do it. And, and yeah. you know, it's, it's great. We've been able to employ, uh, we've got almost 85, 90 employees now, and we've hired probably close to 40 people now over the past two months. And it's been incredible to be an outreach and kind of a hands extended um, through all of this. And, you know, my intent is to continue to keep them way past, as long as they want to stay here, I'm going to continue to, to find a place for them. Um, I remember doing a live stream and, you know, right whenever, right. The, the exact week that the state shut down in Alabama, I said, um, look, if you're a server, if you're, uh, you got laid off and you're at a non-essential place, like I can find a place for you, even if it's for a week, even if it's for two, three weeks, like I will find a place, just, you know, come here. And we had hundreds of people that sent in applications. A lot of them didn't even show up, but you know, it was, it was yeah. really cool to play that type of impact here and in, um, in my hometown. Cause I got a lot of pride of, and what we're doing and, and what we stand for. So I think that um, I think it's just planting a seed and letting, um, I guess the community and the world know that, look, I, I'm, I'm just a normal guy uh, from Alabama. Like I can, I, you know, I want to be relatable to a yeah. sense where I can, you, you can, I don't, I don't know how to explain it well, but like, I think when people get behind a brand and they truly get behind it, it's because they want to be a piece of it. And it's not like, this is not, a, not obtainable. This is so obtainable for anybody, like, but you just have to be determined. You have to wake up every day and you got to have that, that, that same faith. And I never lost faith, even going through those hard times. Like, and I would rather be blown up in Afghanistan again than to go through what we went through. I at least had control over going to physical therapy. I had control over having lumbar block fusion surgery. Like I made those decisions, decisions with my business that impacted the entire company. Um, that's stuff I had no control over with COVID. Nobody has control over this. I don't have control over states opening up. You know, what I can do is invest into the future. Like these give back items that we're literally giving away for free. Uh, they cover the cost of shipping. I cover the cost of my expenses because I don't own the post office. We literally, we can't afford to just literally lose that much money. So mm -hmm. I lose on average $3 and 82 cents. And I've been open about it. Like I've shown yes. people the numbers of like, look, this is, this is my steel cost. This is, and I'm not even factor. Here's the thing. That is not a factored consumption of like, I, it could have been a lot worse because I could have said, okay, this is my variable and fixed um, expenses. This is how much my rent is. This is how much my insurance this is, how much labor costs associated. What I'm talking about is simply very, very fixed costs. Like this is how much steel could fit on a sheet of, on a sheet of steel. This is how much estimated powder consumption. This is, the consumable consumption. This is the box that I use. This is the tape that I use. Very generalized. And that's how much I'm losing. Um, but I have enough faith in what we're doing that um, it's going to come back and people will continue to purchase with our, our company and come fourth quarter. 
Now, all of the data that we're getting right now, I'm investing and I'm doing things that are causing a ripple effect. Like last week, you know, we were on, I mean, basically everything, Us Weekly, TMZ, Fox News, um, you know, so Yahoo, Finance, Forbes, Entrepreneur, like, and it's, it's every week there's, it is a constant ripple effect from what you're doing the last 30 days. And, the, and then it's the same thing in business. What's happening right now? If you're not making those changes, you will see a massive like decrease. And if you think today is hard, 90 days is going to be so much harder if you're not doing something today for it. And even if you don't see very, very drastic changes right now, 90 days from now, you will see those changes. It's just like in fitness when I was doing, you know, cover after cover and maintaining incredible, um, like just the overall wellness and, and uh, physique. It, I didn't see results right away. My first couple of years, I was just building a foundation. But with business, like if you're, if you stop ads for a quarter or stop yeah. traffic going to your e-commerce business, you may not see drastic changes right then or the 30 days, but it will cause a backfire. So you need to, like my advice to any entrepreneur is to find, um, find a way to, you know, if you don't, if you're not changing something that you're currently doing right now and you're stressed right now, 90 days is going to be 10 times worse. So. Yeah. And you can't focus on the stressful part. Like I was saying, you got to focus on the end result, right? So I noticed with you, you're not just giving to the community. You're also looking out for yourself in the aspect that you're caring for yourself and your family. And you have made an environment at Redline Steel that is suitable for even your employees to work out, right? Like that stands out to me because you're giving them the opportunity to invest in themselves as well. And I think it's important that all those aspects come into growing a company, honestly, the giving back, you know, the doing the research and listening to your community, all these different parts to a successful company. And that's how you've already had 1.1 million orders. Isn't that insane? Four years. And so June 15th. So we technically haven't turned four years as an e-com. So okay. that's as an LLC. So okay. June 15th will be four years as an actual e-commerce business. So we didn't get our first online order until we launched our Shopify store back in June of 2016. So yeah, it's that's wild. Amazing, Colin. <laughs> that's just, it's uh, one of the quotes that you said is change is uncomfortable, but new boundaries are created from resilience. So, you know, it is uncomfortable right now for a lot of people but you have to be resilient. And I see you, you get up at 4.30 every day and you're there until dark a lot of times. Yeah. You're on, you know, you're there out in the warehouse helping your employees, coming alongside them. And I think that's to keep a, you know, feel the pulse of your business as well as serve because you have a servant heart. And I think that's really important. Um, a lot of CEOs and, you know, founders, they don't really know what's going on. So talk a little bit about that briefly, you know, why do you choose to be so close, you know, out in the warehouse, on the lives? I mean, that's about building the community, but also coming alongside your employees. It is. I, and, and, you know, it's, there's so much behind the scenes that people don't even see a fraction. I think, I think a lot of it is just passion driven, right? Like yeah. I love, I, I mean, even seeing like shelves, we just bought shelves, like random shelves. Like 
I used to not have appreciation walking into a manufacturing plant and like looking at equipment. I didn't know what I was looking at. I just thought it was dirty and dusty and it's yeah. like, you know, I don't want to touch it. Like, uh, but, and my grandpa, he was a machinist and, um, you know, so I was somewhat around it, but I never, he never taught me anything on that side. And so now that it's ours and we're creating and captivating that it ins- it's inspiring for me to walk in and see those changes mm-hmm. and it's fun. Like I, I genuinely love what we're doing. Um, and I think that that like that type of energy is contagious. Like when you mm-hmm. can walk in and we'll, we'll have like, you know, I, I have weekly huddles with my management team on Mondays, Mondays at two, uh, 2 PM. And then we have um, daily huddles with a smaller group at six thirty every morning. And that's to go over, okay, what got done the day before? What is going to happen today? Um, are there any safety concerns from the day before uh, that, that needs to be addressed? Are there any, um, as far as like VIPs or anybody that's coming? Because you never know. I've got people of all sorts coming here. And so I'll go over all of that in a cadence call. So having these type of uh, micro meetings where I'm hands-on with the management team and with the staffing, it's a way for me to have that check of balance. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. Um, we didn't hit the benchmark here. And it doesn't matter like that we had an incredible quarter, an incredible year. That doesn't matter. What matters is what's happening today and moving forward to hit those KPIs. And, you know, what did we miss the mark on, right? At the end of the day, that's like that Nick Saban mentality. Um, like we missed a field goal. We always missed the kicks. We have yeah. incredible team for everything, defense and offense, but, you know, the special teams, we always lack in that area. So, or we missed a, a tackle or whatever it is. Um, as an example, um, we've got to find those ways to improve. I mean, yeah. we're talking to some massive, massive uh, B2B plays um, that would significantly grow our business overnight. Like next, next week I'm, I'm meeting with, and these are multi-billion dollar companies and we're about to sign a massive deal with them. And I'm, I'm under a non-disclosure. I hate secrets. So I'd much rather just tell y'all cause I'm stoked about it. I'm really excited. But the concern is the foundation. The foundation has to be built on concrete or it will collapse and it will not sustain. And if you're running the business from the front, you need to lead it from the front. I need to know every part of my business as, as a CEO, that is your job. You need to know how it operates. What is your weakest link? And as you're scaling and growing more of those pains and more bottlenecks, you're going to find and you fix one, 10 more are going to pop up and you're going to notice and you're going to have to make those very quick transitions and you're going to have to find good either you know, we, we, now we work with a third party that's manufacturing or that's cutting parts for us. And what was incredible with that, and this is new, we only did this with the give back items. There's a local company, there's, 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 they own um, one in Fort Payne, Alabama. They got one in Decatur, which is about 10 minutes from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually helped um, outsource and we gave them over 2,200 hours of laser runtime, which kept a lot of their employees from getting furloughed. And we're talking, you know, hundreds of families, uh, including red lines, like that didn't have to go through that because we're thinking outside of that box. And to, so now I'm able to have like a cold, like that type of relationship with a third party. And it's been an incredible game changer for us because we, we don't have the capacity to cut, you know, half a million units in a single month. 
Um, we just don't have the, the lasers. And yeah. so I've got to think outside of the box. And so there's so many moving parts, but it's fun. Like at the end of the day, I really enjoy it. And I think that, um, you should love what you do at the end of the day, or you're doing it for the wrong reasons. I'm not doing this. Uh, you know, if I was doing this just to, to get rich, I would, I would find an exit, you know, sooner than later. Like, but I genuinely love what we're doing. I, I think there is an exit in mind. You know, the intent is that we grow this to a billion dollars, but I'm not stopping. Like I will be that 95 year old pushing me around in a wheelchair and, you know, and, and has multiple businesses that we're growing and scaling and it'll just continuously be more and more fun at different levels. Um, and, you know, talking about passion, like my, my passion's more like being a visionary being, um, I guess, uh, I love the marketing. So more of like the CMO uh, realm, kind of the, I don't know, uh, whatever, like Steve Jobs, he was a visionary. He would paint the picture, tell everybody, this is what I want. How do we make that happen? I kind of like that side too, um, where I can, I can clearly display this is, this is the vision. I want this to happen. I need to partner with this nonprofit charity to prospect, you know, a million customers by partnering with this charity. We're going to get six of these celebrities. I need to go on this for phase one, right? So partnering with Megan Fox on phase one so that now we can do a follow-up story and go on Ellen for phase two when we go and, you know, now there's a, there's such a bigger picture than what people see. They, yeah, they, they only, they see one part of it, but I want to eventually like step down as a CEO. I don't, because I'm not passionate about it. It's not a title for me. It's, it's like, I want to focus on what I'm good at. How do I, how do I elevate the brand? And if I could do just that, and I'm not looking at, you know, looking over attorney documents or bank statements and P&Ls and all this other stuff that's kind of friction and noise and distractions and focus on what I love and what I'm passionate about, the business will grow 10x and I can hire people that are really good at this and really good at this. And, you know, it'll, it'll just continue to grow the business. So that's, that's what I've want to do so I think that's powerful because you know most people and I've done it myself where you're trying to do everything yourself mm-hmm. you know and it just the stuff starts falling apart <laughs> it's just yeah. whether it's fulfillment or processes or customer relations or marketing all the you know you have this big team now how many employees do you guys have about 85 yeah that that's a yeah. lot and yeah. I mean, I was looking at you, you had affected over a hundred families that were prevented from being unemployed. And is that what you're talking about where these servers and stuff, you were able to help and give back like that? Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I just thank you so much for everything you do for the community and for the business community as well. Now you have a, you know, e-com mastery group that you're helping other e-com people to, you know, level up and learn. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so we, uh, sure, yeah. It's um, a Facebook group. It's free to join. Um, it's encouraged primarily towards e-commerce. That, that's my space. Uh, that's, that's where, like, I thrive the most at. But, you know, entrepreneurship in general is my passion. So if you own a store, maybe you're in an executive level position and you're looking to make that leap, um, you know, I, I encourage you to join. It's Ecom Mastery on Facebook, and you should be able to find it pretty easily. Um, yeah, and it's it's a great group of people. We're, we're continuing to grow it. We're putting out incredible content, and 
I'm excited. I love hearing the feedback. I love seeing other people post uh, what's working for them, what's not working, um, and just getting advice in general. Like, you know, we, we talked about Shopify apps today. What's, what is our number one picks uh, for, you know, and, and everybody's got their different list of, hey, I love this one. Why don't you try this one? And, and so I think just being around, and there's, there's people that are more successful when you look at just the numbers that are in that group. And that's what I love is we're elevating each other. And it's not like, uh, oh, well, they're only at this level. Like, no, there's, there's humility in the entire group so far. And I w- I'd love to try to keep that culture created at the end of the day. Like it should be um, like a one team, one fight. We can all be successful as long as you want it as bad as I want it. And those are the type of people that I want to work with. Like, like I do consulting from time to time and it's very rare that I do. It has to be the right fit. Because if I put my name behind it and I put like, I want it to be such a walking billboard and testimonial to what they're doing that they walk away and essentially are like, man, thank God I met Colin. Like, seriously, I'm not saying that just to like, I want it to, cause it's not about the money. I don't need the money. I want it to be a very powerful impact for them and their family. Um, and so for those that it's not a good fit for, I'll just let her know like it's, you know, it, it is what it is. And you've heard me say that a couple of times on yeah. some of these, these calls. It's, it's not, um, I, I want to make sure that if I'm involved, it has to be a good impact. It has to be a good alignment um, because I'm, I'm not one of those gurus or people that want to just sell yeah. you a course and say, good luck, figure it out. Like, no, no I, you I and I both know there are tons of courses out there. Okay. Yeah. And either they drop the ball and the course is not what it was supposed to be, or the community is just not there. So both of those pieces come into play. And I think that as entrepreneurs, you know, especially in e-com, it's a huge world, right? There's lots of possibility, but it all starts with the mindset, you know, and building a community. And that's what I've, you know, used with marketing on my end is social media to build the community and uh, learning from people like yourself, you know, the different working parts of how to use technology to bring that all together. That's huge. Yeah. So they it should is. definitely yeah. check it out. Awesome. So thank, well, thank you, you so much, plug. Colin. It's such a pleasure to, to visit with you today. And Online Girl Tips is all about, you know, helping entrepreneurs to learn how they can not just grow their business, but give back and grow their company and their legacy. So thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Honored. Thank you for having me. Good to see you again. See and by you. the way, I've known we've known Carrie and I. We've connected for a long, for a while now, several a couple years. Yeah. And so um, we've. This is not like our first time interacting. <laughs> um, and and she's she's a part of her ecom mastery. And I just want y'all to know, like you know, for y'all listening, um, like she's an incredible person. She's very passionate about what she's doing. She wants to be an impact for others. And, you know, that's, that's one of the main reasons I wanted to do this show is I want to, I want to collaborate with people just like you. So, so thank you for what you do as well. I do. And I'm a lot like you. I'm a visionary and a serial entrepreneur. I've been doing this for almost 20 years and honestly, e-commerce is in my heart, you know, and community. And so it's a perfect fit. I'm looking forward to learning from you and e-com mastery. So I appreciate your time and everything you do for the veteran community as well. I'm a veteran and have two sons enlisted. So military runs deep in our family. Yeah. Love that. Um, You you see that flag too. Yeah. 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 And uh, love my red line steel products. So. Oh, awesome. Well, well, good to see you. And yeah. Colin. 
Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Online Growth Tips. We hope that you found valuable insights and techniques that you can apply in your business. Thank you to our sponsor, Superior Reach. If you'd like to learn more, follow us on Facebook at Online Growth Tips in our group. We'll see you next time. Until then, don't give up and keep reaching. Okay, Okay, see ya.